Welcome to Seeking God's People with your host, Dennis Beard. How many are going to be saved? When people go on social media, see how many uh, likes they have, how many uh, people are subscribing to them and all this nonsense, doesn't mean it's the truth. Matter of fact, it means just the opposite. Whenever you have thousands following, then just by Jesus' word, you there be that be saved, Lord? Jesus' response is, strive to enter in at the straight gate. Straight is the gate and there the way to lead the life. You there be that find it. You. Paul said we're outnumbered those that obey the truth. And it always is. Evil men and seducers will wax worse and worse. They will say, where's the promise of his coming? Everything remains the same as it was. Not realizing that day uh, will overtake them as a thief in the night. And when they say peace, all you hear is everything's great. When they say peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them. What is the truth? The truth is very few will follow that straight and narrow way. Now, what is that straight and narrow gate that leads the way to life? Well, it's Jesus Christ in the ceiling, which there are four stages. It's not just, well, I'm born again and I've got heaven made. No, just directly the opposite. When you're born again, you enter the race. You now become a born again Christian as a newborn babe that must have sincere milk of the word that they may grow thereby. You have to grow. What happens if they don't? Well, then you become at ease in Zion. Think, well, I'm born again. I've got heaven made. And then the baby turns with rickets because they do not grow and become stunted. Most of the body of Christ is there. Now, nothing against the nominal Christianity, but it's just the truth. But very few people can handle the truth. The truth is you must grow. We all must grow, starting with little children. That's the first growth state from a newborn baby. A newborn babe is born of the water and the spirit. That was given to us by Peter, who had the keys to the kingdom. And he stated on the the day of Pentecost how to be born again. What must we do? And it said, men and brethren, what must we do? What is that formula to be born of water and spirit? It was given by Peter, Acts 2.38. It is an everlasting truth. To be born again, everyone, without a shadow of a doubt, without exception, must repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, not Father, Son, Holy Ghost. That's not the name. It's not the blood. The name's the blood, just as it's stated in the book of Acts. No more preach anymore in this man's name, Jesus. For when you do, you do intend to bring his blood upon us. That's the blood name of God, the revealed name of God. That is the redemption name of God. The redemption name, Jesus. Jehovah is salvation. How? Why? Because he is our kinsman redeemer, came into the world, perfect, spotless, blameless lamb of God, 
shed his sinless blood and bought us. And he bought us with his precious blood. Then he died, buried, and he rose again because he is raised to the newness of life and he is now that quickening spirit, 1 Corinthians 15, 45. All those that are in Christ will do the same, provided we grow. And that is not being taught. We have to grow. You don't just go to church, get saved, and wait wait for Jesus to split the eastern sky and go to heaven and pray a harp, play a harp. No, we have to grow. We have to grow up in him and all things and all truth. And it starts as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word that they may grow thereby. Without that growth, then we're cut off. We must bear fruit. Well, what's the next stage from a newborn baby? Well, Peter's told us how we get born again, repent, and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. That's the only way to have your sins remitted. The spiritual circumcision of the heart, the body of the sins of the flesh cut off by water baptism in the name of Jesus, being buried with him in baptism, raised to the newness of life. There, that's born of the water. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Acts 2.38. Now you're born of the Spirit. The promise is unto you, to your children, to the many that are far off, even to as many as the Lord our God shall call. Is that salvation? No, it's just the beginning of the race. That's just the end of the race. Now we have to run it. Paul said, don't you know that all runs in a race, but only one winneth the prize. Run, therefore, that you may obtain. The next step from a newborn baby is that of little children. Now, John gives us that in his epistle. Very few understand that. And most will say, well, I'm born again, and that's all there is. I've got heaven made, and my pastor says that's all there is. And they stop there, which means they will never enter in to that glory of Jesus Christ unto perfection. They don't know that they're even required to do that. Well, that next step is from newborn babes to little children. 1 John, 2nd chapter, verse 12 through 14. I run you, little children, because your sins are forgiven for his name's sake. You're born again. And you've known the Father. You know that Jesus Christ is the Father of glory. The Son of God is the Father revealed. Not a separate person of the Godhead. Now that knocks out 90% of the Christian, so-called Christian world. In ecumenical councils and synods that have been through the centuries telling us there's a three-person in a Godhead making up the Godhead of three persons, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost, which is a grotesque lie. Paul warned us, there's only one, the blessed and only potentate, who only hath immortality, dwelling in the light which no other man can approach unto, nor, nor see, nor can see. Paul warned that in 1 Timothy 6, 15 and 16. Jesus stated that in John 8, 24, when asked, where is your father? 
Jesus said, except you believe that I am he, John 8, 24, you shall die in your sins. So that means that most do not know that Jesus Christ is the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending, which is, was, and is to come, the Almighty. He is the omnipotent, omniscient, omnipresent Spirit of God. He is the Father. He is the Prince of Peace, the Wonderful, the Counselor. He is the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father. Isaiah 9.6. Very few understand that. They're not running in the race. They're sidelined and will not make heaven. Somebody said, how dare you? It's the truth. Jesus stated it himself and stated that if we did not grow up and do the will of God, though we're born again, as in the constitution of the kingdom of heaven, that in Matthew 5, 6, and 7, the greatest message ever preached by our Lord Jesus Christ, stating there in Matthew 7, verse 22, 23, 24, old, that not all that say unto me, Lord, Lord, will be able to enter the kingdom of heaven. Only those that do the will of God. Why? Well, they were born again. Somebody said, no, they weren't. Yes, they were. States that. They call him Lord, Lord. 1 Corinthians 12. No man can call Jesus Lord, Jehovah God Almighty, the Father of glory, except by the Holy Ghost. That has to be revealed by God. And that's just the first growth state from uh, newborn babies to little children. And very few even make that growth to that of little children. But that's not enough. After you've known that Jesus is the Father, that he is the everlasting Father, that he is the Christ, which is both the Father and the Son, the Father's invisible spirit, the Son is the invisible spirit revealed. But there's only one spirit there. That's the doctrine of Christ. So who is a liar but he that denieth that Jesus is the Christ? Without that revelation of Christ, you're not even born again. You see that in 1 John 5, verse 1. Whosoever believeth that Jesus is the Christ, every office of the Spirit of God, he is the Father. Christ is that Spirit. 1 Peter 1, verse 10 and 11. All the Old Testament prophets search diligently into the grace that should come unto us, searching what or what manner of time the Spirit of Christ that was in them. When it signified, when it testified beforehand, the sufferings of Christ. Christ, the invisible Spirit, is going to make himself a body of flesh and blood, and he will still be Christ, not Christ Jr., It'll still be the Father of glory revealed in that flesh, Emmanuel, God with us. We see that Jesus Christ is the Lord and according to the flesh. Uh, that is Romans 9, 5. He's God, blessed forever. Amen. Very few have that revelation. That he is the Father of glory. That he is the Christ. And if you say that Jesus is not the Christ, he is Antichrist. That has denied both the Father and the Son. Why? Because Christ is the Father, the invisible Spirit of God. Christ is the Son, one and the same Spirit. 
which is that invisible spirit revealed, not a second person. And most do not understand that. So don't fret because you don't have the numbers. And some of you that have followed the Lord in truth see that we are outnumbered, that where others will have thousands of subscribers. And there you are as a minister, and you only have 5, 10, 15, 20, not even 100, or maybe a couple of hundred. And you think, where are the people of God? Well, they're there. So don't fret. Don't be discouraged. Matter of fact, be encouraged. And understand that we will always be outnumbered that obey the truth. Very few understand you've got to go on to perfection to the measure of the statue of the fullness of Christ because Jesus is only coming back per church without spot, without blemish. That has uh, come to the exact measure of the statue of the image of Jesus Christ, a per perfect church without spot or blemish and a perfect mirror image of Jesus. But they don't realize that. It's not taught. Christ is not taught. The foundational truth of which the whole church is built, the doctrine of Christ, very few have even been taught. The doctrine of Christ, that Christ is every office of the Spirit. 1 Peter 1, verse 10 and 11, Christ is that Spirit. That's a capital S. That's the Father, the Word, the Holy Ghost, the invisible Spirit of God. The Father's invisible Spirit of God in the administrative office of that Spirit. The word is that invisible spirit, but is it, the, it is the expression office of that same spirit revealing God's thought, plan, purpose, and will. Still the same spirit. The Holy Ghost is the power office of that same spirit. It's invisible, the Holy Ghost. Then we have the Son of God. Now that is the power of the word, the Holy Ghost, revealed manifest, seen, handled the word of God in a body of flesh and blood. We say that in 1 John 1, verse 1. That word that is now revealed, which we've seen handled of the word of life. Christ is that word. And all will know that in the end of days. When he comes, uh, on his thigh, a name written not only he knows, King of kings and Lord of lords, and on his vesture dipped in blood. His name is called, invoked, revealed, the word of God, the Father of glory, the Holy Ghost, Christ. That is Revelation 1913. Well, there's stages to get there. The first one's just being born again. They do not have are the revelation of Jesus and they're unskillful in the word of righteousness. What is the word of righteousness? That Jesus is God. He is the father of glory and he must be obeyed. Grace reigns through something. It's not alone. It's unmerited favor of God, yes, but that's not a complete definition. Grace reigns through righteousness. Then, as sin reigned by death, now grace reigns through righteousness. The power of God that takes us from a newborn baby to a little child 
to young men, to those of fathers. We must grow up into Jesus as fathers, full grown in the inner man, growing up into Jesus and all things and all truth, so that we're not tossed to by every wind of doctrine. That is what Jesus is doing now, Christ in us, the hope of glory, which is the Father in us. Somebody said, no, the Son of God's in us. Yes, the Son of God is in us, which is the Father of glory, the same Spirit of God. Galatians 4, verse 6, God has sent forth the Spirit of His Son into our hearts, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. Well, that is the Father, because in Ephesians 4, it says there is one body, one Spirit in whom you're called, and one hope of your calling. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God, who is the Father of us all. That's the Father, Jesus, who is above all and in us all, who the Father is in us, which is the Son of God, that God has sent forth the Spirit of his Son. How did the Son, who was a man in the days of his flesh, become that quickening Spirit? Well, he was glorified with the Father's own self, John 17, 5. Very few have been taught that. They have not been taught the doctrine of Christ. Now we have, at DBM, Dennis Spirit Ministries, God has called us to bring this doctrine of Christ to the nations of the world. We have a Jesus-only training course. And we found that most of the churches have never been taught Christ. Oh, they say he's Christ, and they really don't understand what is Christ. Christ is every office of the Spirit. Christ is the Father. Christ is the Word. Christ is the Holy Ghost. Christ is the Son of God. Christ is the Son of Man. Christ is every office of the Spirit. That's a foundational truth of the church, and very few are established in that doctrine of Christ. It is a mystery. And they said, where is it a mystery? Well, Colossians 2, verse 1 through 9, Paul states it's a mystery. It's now revealed to those that seek God with a full heart. With a pure heart, they seek God with all their heart, they find him. But this acknowledgement of the mystery of God and of the Father and of Christ, it's not three there. The mystery in whom are hid all treasures of wisdom and knowledge. Why did he hide it? What office was hidden? Well, Paul stated that Christ that mystery of Christ, the Father, that mystery of God, the mystery of God, the Father of Christ, in whom are hid all treasures of wisdom and knowledge. Let no man spoil you through vain deceit. After philosophy of, philosophy of men, after the rudiments of this world, thinking that they divide it, God the Father, and God the Son, God the Holy Ghost, they haven't learned Christ. And because they haven't learned Christ, the foundational truth of the church and has split him up. There's no salvation there. Jesus said, except you believe that I am the father, you'll die in your sins. John 8, 24, that he is the alpha and omega, the beginning and the ending, which is, was, is to come, the almighty, Revelation 1, 8. That's the whole revelation of Jesus. But very few have that. They've never been taught Christ. You may want to be taught Christ in your church or in your city, or in your state, or your nation. Just simply contact us. 
we have four training manuals, bring it into the church and break it down. And it's very simple as it's broken down with the scriptures and everything in a scriptural basis. And the revelation comes and said, oh, I see the doctrine of Christ now. Nothing said, it's open. The mystery of God and of the Father and of Christ in whom are hid all treasures of wisdom and knowledge is now revealed in the body of Christ. God has shown forth his glory in the face of Jesus Christ. 2 Corinthians 3. But we, the body of Christ, have this treasure in earthen vessels. What treasure? Well, in whom are hid all treasures of wisdom and knowledge, which is the mystery of God and the Father and of Christ. Colossians 2, verse 1 through 9. That's what's got to be revealed. And very, very few acknowledge that they've even been taught Christ from the foundational truth, starting that Christ is the Spirit of God, always has been the Spirit of God, and always will be the Spirit of God, as in 1 Peter 1, verse 10 and 11. Then Christ, then it behooved him to suffer. So signified before him the sufferings of Christ. Well, how does that happen? Well, Christ, the Spirit, makes himself of no reputation, puts a self-imposed limitation upon himself as Spirit, to work only as a man of flesh and blood, because a man lost it. Only a man can redeem us back. That man is Christ. Christ the Spirit is Christ the man. The man is God. Well, he then humbles himself to be one of us, our kinsman redeemer. But after he fulfills the law in every aspect as a man, through the eternal spirit, but but being tempted and tried as a man, tempted at all points, like as we are yet without sin, that Christ, the man, Hebrews 4.15. Then, having never sinned, he takes the ordinances of that law that separates Christ the spirit that he is and always has been from Christ the man, that middle wall of partition dividing the spirit that Jesus is from this body of flesh and blood that he is, God working salvation in and of himself alone. It's a beautiful revelation of Christ, how God did it in and of himself alone. Most do not understand that, and they short-circuit and say, I don't understand. But it's very simple. There, when Christ fulfills the law, made in under the law, because the Son of God didn't come above the law, he came in under the law. In Galatians 4, verse 4, in the fullness of time, God sent forth his Son, made of a woman, made in under the law. Why? To redeem us that were under the law. We had to have a kinsman redeemer that's one of us. He can't do it as spirit, so he puts a self-imposed limitation upon himself, Philippians 2, 6, makes himself of no reputation. None to take on him the form of a servant. Made in the likeness of men. Found in fashion as a man. God himself found in fashion as a man. Humbled himself to the death. The death of the cross. He fulfills that law. Takes the ordinances of it as a free will sacrifice. Stating, no man taketh my life from me. I have power to lay it down. 
power to receive it again? This I've received of my Father. Jesus stated that. John 2, 19. Destroy this temple, Jesus stated, and I will raise it up. The Jews said 40 and 6 years were they in building this temple, and you're going to raise it up in three days? This they understood not that Jesus spake of the temple of his body. Jesus raised his own body from the dead. And in Romans 1, verse 3 and 4, he is declared to be the Son of God through the Spirit by the resurrection from the dead, proving that he is God. He is the Father of glory. That Christ must suffer and enter into his glory. What glory? Well, after his death, burial, and resurrection, Acts 2.36, that's the doctrine of Christ again. Let all the house of Israel know assuredly that same Jesus whom you crucified, God hath made him the man, both Lord and Christ. He is the Lord Jehovah God Almighty. He is Christ, the Holy Ghost in you, Christ in you, the hope of glory. That's Acts 2.36. Some of you say, well, I never have been taught that. It seems a little confusing. Well, it's confusing if we have not been taught. God's not the author of confusion. Satan comes in to confuse. The blind, the God of this world has blinded the eyes of them that are lost. They've never had the teaching and established in the doctrine of Christ. That's what we're here for, to help you, to bring the doctrine of Christ to you. Not because of any of our righteousness or our holiness, but for his namesake. We've taken it to Africa. The Jesus only training course to Africa. Churches that have been rooted in this so-called Trinity false doctrine after seeing the true God came out and said, oh, we must teach this truth. It's so simple yet so powerful. And it is. Well, somebody said, well, what's right? Well, the Trinity's wrong. How about oneness? That Jesus is standing at the right hand of God, but not on the throne, but still has God in him. The man not being God. False doctrine too. They have not so learned Christ. Never been taught Christ. Christ has to be taught. Just as Paul stated, as it is now revealed, this mystery of Christ, as it is now revealed to his holy apostles and prophets. In Colossians 2, that mystery of God and the Father of Christ, in whom are hid all treasures of wisdom and knowledge, there is now revealed, for in him dwelleth, houses permanently, all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, one body. Well, Jesus said, I'm going to give you the full doctrine of Christ. Matter of fact, in John 16, I am not going to speak to you anymore in Proverbs. Lord, why would you speak to us in Proverbs to begin with? Because that office of the Father is hidden, except revealed to only those of a pure heart. Jesus said, I have many things to say to you, disciples, but you're not able to bear it now. But when the Spirit of truth has come, the Holy Ghost, which is Christ himself, he'll lead you and guide you into all truth. 
He'll not speak of himself. He'll speak of me. For all that the Father's given, given unto me, Jesus said. And he'll speak of me and show you things that will come to pass. That's a revelation of Jesus Christ that God gave it to him to show unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass. Do you want it? Well, then we have to be established in that doctrine with one mind and one accord. There's so many different variations between the denominations. Doctrines and apologetics being different because they've never been taught Christ. Christ is the revelation of God. It's a revelation of who Jesus is, that he is Jesus, the Christ. That's First John 5, verse 1. Whosoever believe that Jesus is the Christ, every office of the Spirit of God is born of God. Without that revelation and abiding in that doctrine of Christ, he hath not God. Take a look at Second John 9, verse 9. Whosoever abideth not in the doctrine of Christ, the doctrine has to be taught. And they do not abide in it. Whosoever abideth not in the doctrine of Christ hath not God. And most churches don't even know what the doctrine of Christ is. It's what's been hid. Jesus said, I'll no more speak to you in Proverbs, but I will show you plainly of the Father. And that's what they just don't get. But you can't. All you have to do is open that heart to the word of God and seek God with a pure heart. He will reveal it. We're here to help you. We're here to break down and that word of truth in that doctrine of Christ. All you have to do is simply call us. Email me at sealinggodspeople at dennisbeard.org. Again, my email, sealinggodspeople at dennisbeard.org. We'll bring it to you. Or if you're a minister and you would like to come to our site here, our ministry site here in Longview, Texas, USA, then we will bring you through the doctrine of Christ here in our facility. And we have our own Jesus-only training course and break it down that it's very simple that after a person sees it, said, how can you miss it? It's so simple, yet so profound how God works salvation in him and of himself alone. And you'll grow from a newborn babe to that of little children. Somebody said, I'm already there. Well, wonderful. The little children know that Jesus is the Father of glory. That Christ is that Father. Christ is the Lord. Christ is every office of the Spirit. Then we go to the next step. The next stage of growth is young men. I write to you, young men, because the Word of God is strong in you and you've overcome the wicked one. Now, you're an overcomer. That's what God is doing now in Revelation, the second and third chapter. And then we come to the final stage of growth. Fathers. Those are the Zoe. Those are the living creatures of Revelation 4 and Revelation 5 before the throne of God. They are the body of Christ that's full grown to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. And they will be the ones that will preach this everlasting gospel to all the world for witness in all nations. 
Will it be a multitude of them doing it? No. There will be that army of God that will be outnumbered. But there will be the two witnesses. The body of Christ, the two golden candlesticks, those cherubim of glory, the olive trees, the church of living God in the highest glory, they will be the only ones that will preach this everlasting gospel all the world for witness in all nations. They will turn the hearts of these fathers to the children, children to the fathers, lest God come to smite theirs with a curse. The first stage is know the doctrine of Christ being established in it. For Jesus said, I will no more speak to you in Proverbs, John 16. But I will show you plainly of the Father. That's what's been hidden. That's the doctrine of Christ, the Father of glory. That he proceeded from the Father, went back to the Father, came from God, went back to God, not beside him, not around him, but in, uh, in the Father. Glorified by the Father's own self, sat down, S-E-T, with the Father in his own throne. Revelation 3.21. Jesus is the Lord Jehovah God Almighty. He is the Father of glory. The true doctrine of Christ or the body of Christ will receive it. For God has shown forth his glory in the face of Jesus Christ, 2 Corinthians 3. But we have this treasure, this treasure of God, of all treasures of wisdom and knowledge. We have this treasure in earthen vessels, that the excellency of the power might be gotten out of ourselves. What is it? The Lord is that spirit, 2 Corinthians 3.17. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. That's stand therefore in the liberty wherein Christ has made you free and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. Now, where was it? Where are we going? Now we all with open face. The face is the glory. We all with open face, beholding as in a glass the Word of God, the glory of the Lord are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. We're not seeing through a glass darkly now as it was in Pentecost. God has shifted gears when a new season. For those that have an ear to hear, you may want this doctrine of Christ in your church. You may want it taught in your city or in your nation. Contact us again. My email is sealing God's people at dennisbeard.org. We have four training manuals that's very easily laid out for you to understand the doctrine of Christ and being established in that doctrine of Christ that you will not be overthrown. You'll add to your faith, virtue, virtue, knowledge, knowledge, temperance, temperance, patience. Patience, godliness, godliness, brotherly kindness, brotherly kindness, charity. And these will abound in you that there will be no chance of failing, that you will grow and have, you will not be bearing in the knowledge of Jesus Christ. Simply email me, sealinggodspeople at dennisbeard.org. We are called of God to bring it to you. All you have to do is notify us. We're there to help as servants to pop the rag, shine your shoes. There as servants of our Lord Jesus Christ. Again, email me at sealinggodspeople at dennisbeard.org or visit our website, dennisbeard.org. 
sailinggodspeople.org, sailinggodspeople.com, jcic.tv, or download our app, Sailing God's People, for our daily podcast. At any rate, contact us. We'll work together. Surely that we are established in the doctrine of Christ. And if any man abide not in that doctrine, he hath not God. And who is a liar but he that not that Jesus is the Christ? He's Antichrist that hath denied both the Father and the Son. Let's make sure that we're not inadvertently in an Antichrist or against Christ in this doctrine, in this true doctrine of Christ, that we know and are established in this pure doctrine of Jesus, the Christ who is God Almighty in every office of the Spirit. Now we pray for you everywhere, each one of us, that we'll all be perfected that which is lacking in each one of us, that we all may be presented by the set of coming of our Lord Jesus Christ in both spirit, soul, and body. Until the next time, this is Brother Dennis Spirit saying, Behold, the real Jesus.